Hi, welcome to another episode of the Word of the Day series. Today's Word of the Day is the danger of transactional relationship. The danger of transactional relationship. The common mistakes in relationship or the common mistake a lot of people make in their relationship with family, friends, and loved ones is that they don't tend to spend enough time in building mutual or personal relationship. What do I mean by that? Most of the time, it doesn't matter whether we stay together or we stay in distance. Because of our busy nature, because of the nature of, our, of this generation, and because of the nature of the individualism that has crept into the way we do things, we don't tend to find spending time with family and friends. We don't tend to find it important any longer. Most family members complain that some of their friends or loved ones don't understand the value that could be gained involving them frequently in building mutual relationship. Most people don't just see, they don't, they don't find value in it any longer. Most especially those that has been hurt. Most especially those that have that has never experienced the real love in relationship. They don't even know, neither can they understand the value of building personal or mutual relationship. Most times, by nature, we are forced to lean towards building transactional relationship. What is transactional relationship? Transactional relationship is the one that engages another only when they need something. The only time you engage with someone in transactional relationship is when you need something or when something is wrong or when there's an emergency. This is when people around you become a means to an end or when people use you as a tool, as a means to an end. When you don't mean anything to people other than just only when they have problem. For example, you need money urgently. So you call your brother or sister to ask for money. And probably that is the only time you remember that you have a brother or you have a sister that ever existed or that exists. And when he or she gives you the money, you disappear. You don't call him, you don't call her until another emergency arises. For example, your car broke down on the road maybe on the highway or on the back road. And that is the only time you call that uncle who is a mechanic in your family. And you call him at the middle of the night. It could even be your auntie who is a mechanic also. And he or she comes and fills the car. And that is the only time you ever call. That is not a good way to build a relationship. 
Another example is when you only talk to people in the cycle, only when there's an emergency, only when you're sick, only when you need money, only when you need help, only when you need them to do something. That is the only time you remember that their phone number is in your phone. That is the only time you chat with some people in your life. That is not a good way. That is just being transactional. One transactional uh, relationship that we can find in the Bible, I think we can pitch into the uh, Luke, the, the book of Luke, chapter fifteen, the story of the prodigal son that became transactional with the father. Give me everything that belongs to me, and after the father gave him his inheritance. The prodigal son went into a far country and squandered his money. If everything was good for him, he wouldn't have remembered his father. He wouldn't have remembered home. But he remembered home just because nothing was good for him any longer. There was no money. He was eating with pigs. I understand that that is not the reason why that uh, the author wrote the book, uh, The Prodigal Son. But I'm just using it as an example here for us to understand what transactional relationship means. Transactional relationship is not the best way to handle people around you. It's not the best way to show love to people. It's not the best way to keep people around you. Nobody wants to be used. Nobody wants to have the feeling that they are being used. Just imagine if the only time you talk to your spouse or your friend is to ask for something, how might they feel about that? How would you feel if the only time a friend calls you or your brother calls you or your sister calls you it's only when they are in need. How will you feel yourself? It's not something we will take lightly because nobody wants to be used. Suppose you only have transactional needs from your family, friends, peers, your soldiers, your loved ones, your parents. In that case, the relationship is not ideal but probably it means your day-to-day -day needs. Probably it suits your life because you need them. They are so caring enough. They are so loving. They jump in, they fix it, and they, you, they disappear from your life. Probably it suits your day-to-day -day need, but looking at the longevity of it, it's not good. You are just taking advantage of people. Transactional relationship is more of using people around you to achieve your goal. You are not interested in them. You are not interested in their well-being, but you want them to be interested in you, to be interested in your well-being. You should be able to call them anytime and they will answer. Mutual or personal relationship is sincerely understanding the people around you. Is sincerely caring for those that are around you. Is when you are genuine in your relationship, like 
The Bible described this, or this can be described as agape love. When you have a mutual love towards others, you are not using people, but you are in a good relationship. You love people as Christ encourages us or commanded us to love. Let us consider the risks that transactional relationship pose to our life. Even when it looks, even when we tend to enjoy it sometimes. What happens when all you build is transactional relationship? What happens if your friends, your family, your spouse, your wife, your husband, your kids, they feel like the only relationship between you and them is just transactional, nothing relational, nothing personal, nothing mutual. What are the risks involved? The first thing is, over time, transactional relationships tend to generate anger. It tends to generate bitterness, and it tends to generate hatred or resentment. No one likes to feel used. Nobody It doesn't matter who you are, whether male or female. No one wants to feel used. No one wants to feel used. Another thing is that people who feel angry or bitter towards you are not eager to respond to your request over time. Especially if the request is unusual or requires a bit of a stretch. After a while, people will start wrapping their head around your transactional way of loving people. And they will not be able to go the extra mile for you. And that probably, maybe, when you need them most. Another risk that it poses is where there's no mutual or personal relationship, family and loved ones tends to be inclined or likely to believe and act on assumptions, negative opinions or rumors expressed by others about you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself. It's something that we have to work on. It's not a character that is good to emulate. It's something that we need to keep away from. There is danger in transactional relationship. It keeps people away from us. They may tend to love you right now, but over time, when they get to know you, it breeds bitterness. It breeds uh, hatred, anger, resentment towards you. And when the anger and the resentment uh, increase, they believe anything that anybody say about you whether rumor, whether negative opinions, it doesn't matter because transactional relationship, it creates that gap. It breaks bridges. It's not something that helps us in the long run. It it may help you right now, but in the long run, it doesn't help you. Since relationship is so important to we humans, How do we build mutual and personal relationship with family and friends? Well, I got some suggestions for you. As Hosea's chapter 4 verses help us to understand that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Knowledge is very important. 
in building relationship that is mutual and personal, knowledge is key. Knowledge is key. Understanding is the door. And wisdom bring this knowledge and understanding together. Knowledge is very fundamental in building relationship, as you cannot love or hate anyone if you don't know the person. You cannot sincerely say, I hate you or I love you if you don't even know me. Knowledge is very fundamental here. Knowledge, Personal knowledge about the other person is an asset in any relationship. The more you know, the more you understand the person, the more you know how to deal with the person. So personal relationship is a great asset when building mutual or personal relationship. Knowledge about the other person's values can help you trust their intentions. Sometimes people have good intention towards us. Family and friends, they have good intention. Loved ones, they have good intentions. But how can we trust their intentions is when we know their values. It is when we know how they are made of, their composition. That is when we start trusting their intentions towards us. That is when you start knowing what is good intention, what is bad intention. We have to know each other for us to be able to trust each other. We have to know each other for us to be able to build, sincerely build, mutual and personal relationship. Another thing is, a good understanding of each other's priority can help you sort through challenges. When you understand your family and friends' priorities, when you understand what is most important to them and what is least important to people, people around you, it helps you sort through challenges. It helps you understand who to link to at a very part, at, at, a, at a particular time. You will be able to sort through your challenges through difficulties when you understand the priorities of your families, of your loved ones, of those in your circle. It is good that we understand what are their priorities. For example, I need to understand my wife's priority for me to un- for me to know how we can tackle difficulties together. I need to understand my daughter's priorities for me to know how we can both sort through challenges when it hits us. Understanding priorities of the other person really helps you sort through challenges. Maintaining a consistent cadence of communication, even when there is nothing urgent to discuss, enhances our understanding of each other. You want to understand the other person, right? Communication is the key. Constant communication, building a repertoire, a good cadence of communication, it enhances our understanding. The more you know, the more you listen to them, the more you communicate, the more you start understanding what uh, what they are saying, their body language, their intentions, the more we can understand them more. And the more we understand them more, we can start uh Uh, are controlling the way we react to what they project towards us. So, maintaining a consistent cadence, maybe once a month, maybe once a week, 
If it's going to be once in two months, once in three months, as long as there's a consistent cadence in that relationship, you talk to them, you have a time that, okay, once a month or once a week, I have to talk to this person, not as a burden, but something sincere, something intentional. It has a way of enhancing our understanding of each other. And when there's a good understanding in a relationship, there is less conflict. There is less resentment. There is less anger. Remember, I did not say there will be no conflict. I did not say there will be no resentment, but it reduces the, the anger. It reduces the conflict. It reduces the heat of the conflict that may arise in any relationship. Understanding is the key. It's a key here in this point. Sincere curiosity, interest, and opening to each other's well-being increases knowledge and understanding of each other. Remember, knowledge is power. One of the reasons people get destroyed is lack of knowledge. For you to increase that knowledge, for you to increase that understanding, we have to be curious sincerely, and we have to be sincerely interested and open to each other's well-being, to each other's ups and downs, to each other's sources, to each other's failures, to each other's uh, whatsoever we're doing. We have to be curious, we have to be interested, and we have to be open to each other's well-being, to each other's resilience, to how we can lift each other up, how we can inspire each other. We have to be open to it because it enhances our knowledge and understanding of each other. And the last thing is a high level of trust and commitments to each other's sources, ups and downs, inspires and motivates us. When we sincerely commit to each other, when we sincerely trust each other, each other's intentions, it has a way of inspiring us. It has a way of motivating us. It has a way of making us feel like we are not alone because you know someone got your back. It has a way of increasing our, our uh, communal way of doing things because we understand that, hey, I'm not alone. My wife got my back. My daughter got my back. My families, they got my back. My friends got my back. But when we are so transactional, we cannot enjoy that. We cannot enjoy that kind of inspiration. We cannot enjoy that kind of motivation. We cannot enjoy that kind of liberation. A high level of trust and commitment to each other's sources, to each other's failures, to each other's ups and downs inspires and motivates us. The Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. Iron does not sharpen another iron in distance. Iron does not sharpen another iron without communicating with the other iron. Iron does not sharpen the other iron in a transactional way. They do it together. When you rub irons together, that is how they sharpen each other. There's a relationship. When you start uh, sharpening an iron with an iron, 
At first, it doesn't look like they're sharpening each other. At first, it doesn't look like anything is happening. But over time, you start seeing that one is sharpening another. Iron sharpens another. And the Bible also says, two heads are better than one. Two heads that comes together, not two heads that goes far apart. So what am I trying to say? There is joy in personal relationship. There is joy in uh, mutual relationship. Let your relationship be mutual. The book of Hebrews says, let brotherly love continue. Let the love within brethren, let it continue. Let it continue. Not a transactional one, but a mutual one. Not a transactional one, but the ones that understand each other. The ones that help each other. The ones that listen to each other. That is the kind of relationship we should be interested in. We shouldn't shouldn't be interested in transactional relationship. We should be interested in building mutual and personal relationship where we genuinely love each other, where we sincerely care for each other, where we are curious, we are interested on about each other. Let's start building mutual and personal relationship. In whatsoever you're doing, in any situation you find yourself, even at work within your team, even in your family, uh, friends, think of it. There is danger in building transactional relationship, but there is joy. There is joy in building mutual and personal relationship. You might say to yourself, man, I don't have time for all of this, but I want you to remember This is not just to make others feel good. You will be so surprised what you will gain when you build mutual and personal relationship. You want to be appreciated. You want to be valued. The same way, show that value, show that respect, show that love, show that way of doing things towards others, and you will see it being returned to you. It may not happen immediately. Just watch. Just be patient. Just keep doing it. There is joy in building mutual and personal relationship. I want you to go in your day-to-day, show example. That is one thing that Christ showed to us in the scripture. That is one thing that the Bible uh, teaches us, is to build mutual and uh, personal relationship. If you've got to be interested in people, be sincere. Be faithful, be committed, be trusting, and overall, be a good friend. Be that good friend that you want to see in others. Be the change that you want to see in others. Let's start making changes. Let's start making changes in our relationship. And as we do this, we will see the dramatic effect in our life as time goes on. I pray that God will help you to build mutual relationship. Relationship that will not only benefit you, that will benefit others. The relationship that will show Christ, that will make others see Christ in you. 
let's start building those kind of relationships. I pray that God will help you. I pray that God will be with you. I pray that it will be well with you financially, that it will be well with you materially, that it will be well with you in all areas, all aspects of life. You will continue to see the blessings of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to me right now. God bless you and remember and inspire. Have a wonderful day.